Coach Corey Wayne, and this is my video coaching newsletter. And the topic of today's newsletter is going to be, I deserve and demand the best. Well, I've got an email here from a guy. It's a success story of how he overcame a bad breakup. He was living with a woman. He'd been with her. He says things are great for like first two years that they were together. And then he got seriously ill, had problems with his blood sugar. So he's really grumpy. They had an argument. He goes away on a business trip and then she moves out, I guess while he's away. He comes back, he's in the hospital, he's trying to win her back. Obviously that didn't go very well and that's when he found out about my work. And his wife or his girlfriend, ex-girlfriend ended up getting together with what he says is short fat bald dude, which he says like, what the fuck? But he was able to personally turn his wife around, started focusing on himself, eating right, taking care of his body, and now he's completely turned things around and he's got a lot of choices and a lot of options with women. And so he shares a success story of where he was, what he went through, how he did it, and where he is right now with regarding his level of success. So for those of you that are going through a difficult time, it's a great email to hopefully inspire you to keep plugging along, keep grinding, keep moving forward, inch by inch, millimeter by millimeter. One of my favorite Wayne Dyer quotes is, he says, it's never crowded along the extra mile. In other words, most people have long since given up. When you're on the path to becoming successful at something in life, as you get further on down the road, you'll notice there's not a lot of people with you. It's like one of my – a good buddy of mine, he was in the Special Forces in the 1980s. He was a Green, Green Beret. And I remember him talking about when he was in uh, – when he was competing, in other words, to, to make it to become a Green Beret. He said he liked it when other people fell out. In other words, when they gave up and said, I can't fucking hack it. I can't do this. It made him feel good about it and he's carried that, that drive – and that success that he experienced in the special forces into his the life that he has today and all the, all the difficult things that he's had in his life, he falls back on that training that he learned in special forces. So I have a quote that I wrote on this topic and then we're going to go through this guy's email. And this particular guy also is a former military veteran, which I love our vets. Because the bottom line, doesn't matter what country you're from, everybody has – armed forces and most places it's volunteer and what doesn't matter what you believe politically the people that serve in the military they keep the fucking barbarians at the gate so the politicians continue to fuck things up or sometimes get things right and it's like they give the rest of us breathing room to live our lives so no matter what country you live in thank a fucking vet so let's go through the quote the quote says, the quality of your life is in direct proportion to the quality of the people who you surround yourself with, the standards you hold yourself to, the quality of the action you take, and your ability to learn from failure and improve your approach. In order to get what you want in life, you must know what you want, in other words, your outcome, why you want it, in other words, have an emotionally compelling reason why you want what you want. And be willing to pray, pay the price to manifest it and make it happen. Your belief system and the action you take is either moving you towards what you want or taking you away from it. Trust your heart. See reality for what it is. See your circumstances 
for what they are and never place someone else's opinion above your own. I look at what I do really is about teaching self-reliance. Because at the end of the day, the true measure of a leader, not how many followers he has, but how many leaders he creates. As Dick Marcinko, Richard Marcinko, who is the founder of SEAL Team 6 said, a leader leads from the front, not the rear. And unfortunately, in most of the governments of the world, there is a serious fucking shortage of competent, experienced, and honorable leaders. So let's go through his email. He says, hey coach, I wanted to drop you a line of thanks. Let me start by saying that I have gone through a rough time personally. Look at it. Everybody has difficult times in their life. They have, we all have challenges, things that we have to overcome. And when I look at things that are difficult to get through in life, those circumstances, those challenges are what improve our strength. They improve our ability to overcome difficult things, difficult obstacles, grow our confidence and spread and go beyond, even further beyond what our present comfort zone happens to be. Something that Tony Robbins said many years ago that always stuck with me. He said, your comfort zone is where you're most uncomfortable. Because when you're uncomfortable, it means you're doing things that usually you're not too familiar with and that means you're expanding. You're expanding your boundaries. You're expanding your capabilities. You're expanding your skills. And if you're expanding your skill set in anything that you have a passion for, you're going to be able to add more value. And the more value that you can add through either your business or your career, the more money you can make. It's like Ralph Waldo Emerson said, become a person of value. He says, I was, I was married to a woman I love very much. We were happy, or I was, was to be married to a woman I love very much. We were, to be ha- we were happy for two years. She's beautiful, and I loved her very much. She moved in with me and her kids, and we were planning a wedding. Then I felt very sick. He said, I was having trouble regulating my blood sugar, and it made me grumpy. We got into a fuss. I left on a business trip. And she moved out. Oh, that was nice of her. Just kind of crawled out in the middle of the night like the fucking cockroaches do. But hey, maybe, maybe you really weren't getting along. Weren't getting, you know, she didn't feel comfortable. Bottom line is she left instead of working things out. And plus, when you're sick. But again, he admits he did a lot of screwing up. Women don't leave guys that they're head over heels in love with. That's reality. But when I look at something like this, this bad breakup, this difficult time, especially when you think you're going to marry this person, that's not easy to get over. Those are difficult and challenging things to get past because your whole identity becomes associated with being in a relationship with her, living with her, being a father figure to her kids. You're in the process of planning a wedding and then all of a sudden now you're on your own and you're in the hospital suffering and she's like, See you later. Thanks for the memories. He says, I ended up in the hospital and started the process of trying to win her back. That's how I discovered you. So after months of trying to win her back, she went on to see another guy who was 5'3", fat, and balding. Sounds like a winner. The good news is she is his problem now. 
But when you look at something like that, you get sick, you go through a difficult time and in the middle of your illness when really you need her most, even if you're going through a difficult time, she's like, fuck you, dude. See you later. And since I know this guy served in the military, does that make you feel like she has your back? Does that make you feel like she's one of your teammates? I think not. When you go through adversity like this, you find out who's really on your team and who's not. And sure, it's understandable you were a jackass to her, which you admit you were grumpy. But it's like, fuck, dude, right in the middle of this serious illness, she's like, see you later, jerk off. I mean, it's better that something like this happens because now you know, I'm really glad I didn't move in with her. I'm really glad that we didn't get married. Because now you save yourself and have, you know, from a guy who's been through a divorce, divorces suck. And so you potentially avoided another a divorce. You dodged a bullet. It's a, vi- it's a win. It's a victory. Because you think about it, it would have been a lot worse to stay together, gotten married, and then later get divorced. The way I look at it is what happened happened and it couldn't have happened any other way. That's why when I look back at my life, I don't have any fucking regrets. I look at it, I always win. When I look back on everything I've experienced in my life, everything worked out for the best because that's what I'm looking for. I'm always, when something bad happens, I think, what's good about this? What can I use this for? How can I grow from what's just happened? How can I learn from it? How can I improve my approach? How can I become even more comfortable in my own skin? What can I learn from this so I can be even better the next time around? And because I'm always focused on that, I always have the glasses half full type of mentality. I choose to find positive meanings in the circumstances of my life, even when I've been I've gone through really shitty, horrible times in my life. But it's like when you go through those things, when you go through difficult challenges, they humble you. And they help you smooth out your rough edges, so to speak. They make you better. And therefore, you become a better quality man because of it. And the better quality human being you become, the better the quality of the peer group you're going to be able to attract in your life, the better quality employees and work colleagues you're going to be able to attract in your life, and obviously the better quality lovers you're going to attract in your life. So the way I look at it is as long as you're trying to get a little better each and every day, which the most successful athletes in the world, that's what they're all doing, trying to get a little better each day, that's all you can really do. And over time, those little daily enhancements, improvements, add up to massive changes. I know guys compare themselves physically to other men, so I hit the gym, began to eat right, and take care of me instead of her. So we focused on becoming a person of value. You must become the kind of person you want to attract. Well, if you want to attract a really hot, sexy, beautiful woman who's in great shape and takes great care of her body, well, it's going to be a lot easier if you adopt that same kind of mindset and mentality. I want to be healthy. I want to take better care of myself. I want to have more energy. I want to look good. I mean, at the end of the day, the creator gives us these amazing organic machines that house our souls, if you will, and then just to treat it like a fucking waste dump? I mean, why not love yourself enough to take care of your body? Take care of your body because it's the only place you have to live. 
I was a combat soldier at one time and I'm six foot six and a weightlifter. Thank you for your service. More importantly, I changed my attitude thanks to your book and videos. I have always had an easy time with women but did things through instinct. You put what I was doing into words. It improves your sensory acuity and your awareness. So you're able to look what's what I what was so amazing to me was when I really learned this stuff and things really clicked for me and the light bulbs all went off. I was able to look back on things that had happened to me 10, 15, 20 years before and completely understand why those circumstances or those dates or those relationships didn't work out. And that's the beauty of the information that I teach. You're able to look back and not only understand maybe a situation that you just like in this guy's case goes through a bad breakup he's able to understand why it happens but he's also able to look back on everything that he did right in his life and go ah now i understand why that worked that makes total fucking sense you connect all the dots and it becomes really easy it's like walking around the dark with a flashlight when everybody else has no batteries or their batteries are dead in their flashlights it's gonna be pretty easy to find your way around He says, I will fast forward. I saw my ex and she's still with this little turd but she couldn't keep her hands off of me. So what, what does that tell you? She's supposedly with this new guy, the little five foot three fat little turd, bald turd as you, you put it and yet she's got her hands all over you. It doesn't sound like she's a very loyal person. And the number one most important thing to men in a relationship, especially men and women who served in the military is loyalty. You want to know that that person's got your back. And when you think back to it, back to like the cavemen times, if the person that you were hunting with didn't have your your back, you literally would get eaten. So scientists have surmised that this is part of that instinctual fear that's left over when we're in relationship with somebody and they don't have our back and they're not really looking out for us. As a guy, as a man, we're not going to feel safe and comfortable in that relationship. We're not going to feel like we can trust that other person. And so I look at this, it's like, you really want somebody like that back who supposedly is with another guy but yet she's got her hands all over you? I mean it's a nice compliment but she's supposedly in a relationship with this other guy but yet she's running around behind his back with you or has her hands all over you? Definitely not cool. She has decued herself from being in your being somebody to have a relationship with. I used your advice, told her I missed her, and then I loved her, but I am not second to any man, especially a sheep like him. I'm a fucking alpha male. Well, I was hurt, I admit, and I'm a good man, and I am successful a successful man, and I loved her. Hell, I still do, but I moved on with confidence and a new outlook. At the end of the day, it sounds like he accepted his circumstances for the way they were. He looked at the fact that she is the way she is. She's with another guy supposedly, but yet she has her hands all over him. Definitely not cool. And when you look at it from that perspective, you go, oh, well, duh, no wonder we're not together anymore. We don't have the same goals and values. I mean, the bottom line is if you want to have an exclusive monogamous relationship with somebody that you can trust, you got to make sure it's somebody that has no history 
if you want to give yourself the best possible chance of them being faithful, you want somebody that has absolutely no history of cheating and being unfaithful. And you want to date somebody who places a really super high value on communication, commitment, loyalty, being faithful. And ideally, those kinds of women typically come from families where she has a great relationship with her mom and her dad. She loves both her parents. Her parents have a healthy, happy relationship. And she learned these things from her family. Now, those women are very rare. But again, if you want to give yourself the best possible chance that you can trust the other person, you got to make sure that they have those goals and values. Communication, commitment, loyalty, being faithful. They have to place a high value on it. Somebody that – when you start dating somebody and you find out that they've cheated on previous boyfriends or have cheated on a lot of them, a cheat is a cheater. Somebody that lies and deceives because they're too weak to leave an unhappy relationship is the kind of person that's going to – they're selfish. They're, they tend to be narcissistic. There's psychological studies they've done on this and that's just their nature. It's learned behavior and when you're dealing with somebody that's 25, 35, 45, 50, 60 years old and that's how they live their life, people don't change who they are. They may become a better version of themselves but that's who they are. Those kinds of people are great. To have friends with benefits kind of relationship, fuck buddy, sex playmate, open relationship. But just keep in mind, loyalty and commitment and being faithful just don't mean anything to them. It doesn't matter what they say when they have a history of cheating. That's the way they are. He says, since that time, I am not kidding. I have more women than I know what to do with. And because of your advice, I do not get caught up in the needy things. I deserve the best, I demand the best, and I will settle for nothing less. That sounds like a fucking alpha male. That sounds like somebody that served in the military. That's why I love coaching. I coach so many guys in the military all through the different agencies, people that that work in embassies, and it's just – I love being able to influence people like that because they're in positions of leadership. They're in the fucking front lines with the barbarians. And like I think it was Edmund Burke said, the only thing necessary for the triumph of evil is for good men to do nothing. And like I was saying earlier in the video, the world has a serious fucking shortage of competent, honorable, and experienced leaders. People that actually have run shit, have been CEOs, that run great organizations. Not people that run great organizations in the ground, but keep people that have actually run a great organization. Not fucking hope and change or community organizer fucking bullshit. I wanted to tell you that what you teach works. How many times have I said in videos, even if you think I'm totally full of crap, if you just apply the things that I teach, you will see that they work for you. And obviously, he did that. He says, I'm living proof. He says, in closing, and that's why I give everything away for free. All my best stuff, all my my videos, the audio Lessons that I've recorded, even my ebook, you can re- get all of it for free. You don't have to pay a fucking dime. And you can apply for six months, a year, two years, whatever. Maybe it takes you 10 years to really kick some ass, and then you come and make a donation or you tell a friend. I look at it as that my goal is the outcome. I want to make the world a better place. I want, when I've lived my life, what I want to be able to say is, what I want to see is that everybody knows the stuff that I teach. 
the kindergartners understand this, that men and women understand this stuff because these are basic, essential success principles. And the more people that we have in this world that are able to get what they want, get the kind of careers they want, grow the kind of businesses that they want, have the kind of friends and peer group that they want, live the kind of life and lifestyle they want, have the kind of lovers that they want, the world will be a lot happier, it will be a lot healthier, it will be a lot safer, it will be a lot more balanced, it will be a lot more peaceful and it will just be a nicer fucking place to live and we will take better care of the environment and our animals. It's one of the things that Gandhi said. He said, the moral progress of a nation can be judged by how they treat their animals, something along those lines. Because when you study quantum physics, you realize that there's just one divine force, one energy, and we're all part of that, including all of the flora and fauna in the world, if you will. We're all part of the same divine being, blinking into and out of existence 60 million times a second. In closing, I wanted to tell you these women are beautiful and I'm feeling better than I have in a long time. What's your birthright to feel this way, dude? You're in your masculine energy. You're acting like a man is supposed to act. And that's why everything is falling into place. And when you meet a woman you like, you're able to recognize attraction and you're able to do something about that instead of turning them off. I have women coming out my ears. I'm singing in a band. I'm bodybuilding. I am confident that I will find the right woman for me again. Coach, thank you so much. I owe you for helping me get through a rough time in my life. Well, you know what? Thanks for writing a great email. Thanks for being a great human being. Thanks for being an alpha male. Thanks for your service. Thanks for being fucking awesome. Because not only are you changing your life, but you're having a positive impact on all these amazing women that you get to interact with. And you're literally influencing everybody that you know and you encounter in your life in a positive way. And because you have high standards, your presence gives other people the confidence to hold themselves to the same kind of high standards and to follow your example. It's like one of the quotes that Sun Tzu said. He says, a leader leads by example, not by force. And another one of his quotes I love, when you realize there is nothing lacking, the whole world belongs to you. Great quotes. So if you'd like to get my help personally, go to my website, click the products tab at the top of your screen and choose whichever coaching option works best for you and I will talk to you soon.